0: Greetings, Mind Crafters, and welcome to another Mindcraft episode on this fabulous day. My name is Kimberly Quinn, and I am just so pumped to yet talk about another way to become the boss of your brain. That is my whole role here. This is how I spread the good vibes all over the place, and that is my, my main mission. So, which also includes helping people see their value. That is also part of the shtick. So today, what I want to talk about is happiness as a duty. And, uh, you know, we're talking about prioritizing mind health. And, you know, people so often think, I think it sounds like, you know, just with a, you know, verbiage out there that, you know, the just, you know, the absence of disease means health. And that is not true. The absence of disease is not health. We're talking about Prioritizing keeping ourselves full and prioritizing actual happiness and making it into a lifestyle, and so I want to do a shout out to Sarah Bon Breadneck. Sometimes I just take ideas from well, they're my ideas too, to be honest with you. But when I read something, I want to at least share the credit if if it's something that um, you know I was inspired by 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 reading something or watching a YouTube or something like like that. Um, this is all stuff I do in my Minecraft course as well. But lots and lots of people are talking about, you know, a lot of the same things with a different spin. So I just make sure I want to acknowledge people. And Sarah is the author of Simple Abundance, which is a book I've just loved since my 30s. It's got little like one, you know, it's one day. It's one day kind of positive topics that you can that you read. And it's seasonal, which is also cool. So anyway, uh, she starts out with a quote talking about this talking about happiness as an underrated duty and that's kind of what i want to talk about as a happiness as a priority and happiness also as a lifestyle so she and i are basically saying the same thing and she starts out with a quote by robert louis stevenson and he says there is no duty we so much underrate as the duty of being happy by being happy we saw so anonymous benefits upon the world, you know, I, and I, you know, I think we all hear it out in the world, we we'll over overhear people, might be in the grocery store or whatever, and I'll be happy when this outcome happens. I'll be happy when that outcome happens. When we've talked a lot about, you know, outcome based happiness isn't real happiness, happiness, even authentic happiness is still fleeting because we're talking about emotion, right? But when it's attached to an outcome, then it's really uh, a touch and go situation. And this is right where Sarah jumps in, too. She says, perhaps you think you'll be happy when you get a bigger kitchen or a new job or the perfect someone with whom to share your life. But don't you want to start making happiness a habit right now? Every morning when we wake up, we've been given a wonderful gift. Oh, amen, sister. Another day of life. So let's make the most of it. No one can do it for us. That's for darn sure. Happiness is not a possession to be prized. Daphne du Maurier wrote in Rebecca. There's a quality of thought, a state of mind. Let me tell you, Sarah and Daphne are preaching to the choir right here because I was just doing another YouTube a few days ago talking about this. And sometimes people, I think it seems like when you just listen out there, that, you know, they will see somebody bouncing around super happy. I've actually had it myself happen to me. You know, just, no, not like horrible things said, but just kind of sometimes the occasional meant and jest s- sarcasm and people think that some of us have just been you know like we won the happiness lottery or something you know, I got the golden wonka ticket and that's why I'm so happy you know 98% of the time or I got beaten with a happiness fluff sticket ticket or something like fluff 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 whap 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 on the head or you know the like Tinkerbell the happiness fairy dumped happiness pixie dust in my on my head. No, that's not how it works. Happiness is, is a priority. And it's, and just like anything else in life takes effort. It takes, it takes work to be happy. It does. And just like anything else, the maintenance of it gets easier once you, you know, sort of, you know, and, you know, start on this journey of, of a happiness lifestyle. It's just like, you know, like we talked about before playing the guitar, you know, we first take up the guitar, you, you know, you might have calluses for a while. And after that, Calluses go away and you're, you're humming a tune. You're playing Amazing Grace or you're playing Margaritaville or something. It all gets easier. However, it's a fancy way to say, but right. It still is, is it takes effort. And in the beginning, in the beginning, it can feel like, you know, mental basic training like they do in the Marines. I mean, if you've really had that negative, all the negative thought patterns and the other ways, the other wrenches get, they get thrown into the happy wheel. And you've allowed those to happen for a long time. And you know, not put a lot of energy into your body You know, the whole thing, the whole package. Then it's gonna, it's gonna take. You know, it's not gonna be an overnight thing. But here's the thing: whatever we stick with, you know, commit to, and that you know, you know, practice or rehearse daily, we're inevitably get better at it. I mean, that's just that's just logical, right? And then oh, I love this. Sarah says, "Let's adopt a new state of mind about happiness. Let's stop thinking that things outside our control." will bring us happiness. It's like three different people are coming in my head right now. Um, right off the, right out of the gate is, uh, you know, uh, Sean Aker, because he talks so much about how the formula for happiness is ass backwards in this wonderful country of ours. And I do love my country, very much so. How, however, again, fancy word for butt, we often, you know, and I, when I talk about this with my mind craft students, They're all nodding, nodding, nodding away because most of them are first years. Not everybody, but I say two thirds. So they're still in that place where one foot's in childhood, one foot's trying to be an adult. And they're still kind of under under the influence of their parents, what they're being told and all that sort of thing. Um, And and the whole idea of, you know, they just got to college and that kind of thing. So you're on the track for success. So often, and they're nodding away when I say, "Is is this the formula? Once I'm successful, then I'll be happy. Yes, of course, of course. I'm successful, You can define that in a million different ways, but usually they're young minds, go straight to, I pick my major, I pass my classes, maybe even do really, really well, B's and A's in my classes, that you know, first year leads to second year, leads to third year, leads to being a senior, leads to graduating, leads to job that makes money, leads to maybe having a partner, kids, white picket fence, or partner, no kids, or no partner, whatever, whatever, whatever. Skyscraper, you know, live, living the, you know, the good life with a, an ocean view or whatever. Once I'm successful, then I'll be happy. Not how it works, and we then we do a bunch of activities in Minecraft, which is what separates it from other kind of positive psychology things. It's super, super introspective. Minecraft is, and then we get to this place where they're really not just regurgit you know, hearing and regurgitating, but they really understand. I watch the light bulbs go on in their young minds and it's just so incredibly fulfilling and rewarding. You can't find that stuff in a paycheck. I'm just telling you, uh, they start to really get that, that it's the reverse. It's not once I become successful, then I'll be happy. It's once I become happy, then I'll become successful. And that is the way it goes. Cause only when we are truly, truly happy, can we be successful in love in with whatever work life we have as entrepreneurs, whatever it is that you do, um, with any, all relationships, partners, friends, everything. And, uh, and, and really just living in our own skin, all of that has to be wrapped up in the priority of happiness first, keeping ourselves filled up first. There's even that, that book back in the seventies or eighties, I don't remember, you know, do what you love and the money will follow. And that is just so, so true. And, uh, so that's it. We gotta be truly happy. First. And so then, um, as far as the outcome thing, that's where the other thinkers are coming in my mind. Abraham Hicks talks about it. Wayne Dyer talks about it. Think about this and other people they'll come in my head too. Probably. If we have, if our happiness is attached to outcome, outcome is outside of us, right? Outcomes not inside of us. It's the job. It's the kitchen. It's the new house. It's the travel. It's the partner. It's the new friend group. It's the um, desire to move. If, if, if our, if, if our happiness is attached to outcome outside of us, that means it can only, the, that the good feeling, the happiness and, and amped up, I mean, amped up would be fulfillment, happiness and fulfillment, not the same, right? Happiness is more fleeting. Fulfillment is the big enchilada. That's what we really want. If that stuff is outside of us and fulfillment can't come from stuff outside of us, really, it has to come from within. Um, if then, then that means that we're dependent on external circumstances or people people or circumstances, to experience the emotion of happiness. So right right there's the problema, right? So we've got to learn to be happy right here, right now, by looking for and seeking out things to be grateful for in this minute, even if your life is less than desirable, to look for something to be happy right now, to be happy about right now, because this is how it all starts. It's sort of the constant. We all, you know, we wake up with ourselves, we go to sleep and, you know, with ourselves, we come into this world with ourselves. We go out of this world with only ourselves. Therefore ourselves in uh, to win from within is the ticket. It's the way to go. And so then Sarah says, admittedly, remodeling the kitchen. We just did that. I waited for my kitchen for like 20 years and now it's gorgeous. Just want to throw that in there. Admittedly, remodeling the kitchen, landing the job we've been dreaming of, or finding that special someone can make us feel, at least momentarily, happier. But the magic seeds of contentment are planted deep within. Contentment's a different word. I guess we'll get back to that one. Happiness that the world cannot take away only flourishes in the secret garden of our souls. This is what we're talking about. I think this might be rhetorical because I use the word contentment in a different way than than Sarah does, but I can appreciate her use of it. Um I would probably wrap myself more around fulfillment because happiness leads happy, happiness can lead to fulfillment. Happiness is like the appetizer for fulfillment and it's a bigger, because it's bigger than fulfillment is way bigger, way longer lasting than happiness, right? Because it involves that authentic meaning and that authentic purpose and man being in the zone. It was, uh, Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi would talk about cognitive flow. Fulfillment comes from being in the flow zone because you are in alignment with your highest vibe self, that part of you that's divine, and that's just a whole other level. And then she says, which I'm agreeing with her, obviously, by tending to our inner garden. I love how she puts that because it makes me think of growth. And currently it's, well, I would put air quotes around spring in Vermont because I'm not sure there is such a thing, but it's almost growing season. It was was snowing and hailing a couple days ago, so we kind of got to wait that one out. But um, She says, by tending to our inner garden and uprooting the weeds of external expectations, oh my God, I love that, we can nurture our authentic happiness the way we would nurture something that's beautiful and alive. Happiness is a living emotion. What I really like about what, what Sarah said just in those last few sentences, well, I love the metaphor of a garden and picturing our our inner i also picture oprah oprah talks a lot about nurturing our our inner selves a lot um because there's a twofold thing going on here and what's coming to my mind actually is i just had a, a wonderful night with my defense against the dark arts club my wizards and at the end of the year we have we do a bonsai and cupcake event where the students plant bonsais and we do this whole thing with uh they have education around it i show them a 10 minute video about you know how bonsai is also a verb and a and a, this wonder in an art form and a wonderful way to enhance our well-being and it's largely they talk the people who have these bonsai trees that are gorgeous that they've had for years so it takes so long for them to grow talk about them almost like they're not quite like they're people but they're that they're more than your average plant i guess they talk like that That they need a tremendous amount of nurturing and they like the rest of us when they're nurtured they thrive right and so that the analogy of the metaphor of the garden i just picture bonsai trees is a really really good one and i like also how we're talking like with the bonsai trees there's special dirt i got i got special planters that had the the screen thing in the bottom with the little tray so they drain properly And we all need to drain properly. Think about it. I don't mean physiologically speaking. We need to drain properly, like letting stuff run out of it and releasing, releasing what we don't need. Again, not about physiology, releasing, you know, emotionally and spiritually things that no longer are working for us. And so I like that she says both of it. So we've got the, we've got the uh, fertile dirt. We've got the sunshine. We've got the rain, right? Or, Or if you're in the side, then. Then the water, right, and and then we're nurturing and clipping and trimming. So that's the second part. It's doing both at once, or close together. So the the uh, the the fertile soil, the sunlight, and the water, and while also pruning like the bonsais with the snippers and shaping and getting rid of the crap and the you know the dirt, the the old you know dried leaves and everything, and then guiding it to grow this way and that way. Well, it sort of grows towards the light per se. Another metaphor. And so that really worked because the pruning thing, I mentioned this, I think, in a couple of videos, and it's part of the whole Minecraft lifestyle. Because while we're shifting into positive habits, for lack of a better word, positive mind habits, we're also shifting out of negative mind habits. And the brain, it's that old, if you don't use it, you lose it situation, right? So that's high school Spanish. That's a way that's not working for us, right? If you haven't used it in the last 25 years, then you go to Spain. You're going to probably need a little more than a Rosetta Stone in two days. Um, or you learn to play the piano when you were younger, and it'll come back eventually, but it it's slower. So the, sa- and the, the same thing is true for negative thought patterns. So while we're getting into this, really digging in deeply, leaning into this happiness lifestyle, we also, in addition to adding tips and tricks and strategies and, and uh, you know, really exercising that happiness muscle, per se, just like the gym, We're also not doing and not engaging in a lot of the negative feedback loops, negative self-talk we were doing before, and it's called neural pruning. The brain's like, oh, I guess we don't, we're not self-deprecating with that old mantra anymore. Let go of that one. Whatever it is, I wasn't enough. I don't even remember that anymore. Okay, snip that, let it go, make room for new neural pathways. And so that's very Darwinian, survival of the fittest. It's a real thing. Not making it up. You can actually look it up if you want to. Neural neural pruning. So this is exactly what uh, Sarah is saying here, because I'm just going to repeat this. By tending to our inner garden and uprooting the weeds of external expectations, we can nurture our authentic happiness the way we would nurture something that's beautiful and alive. Happiness is a living emotion. And I just want to roll in Wayne Dyer here quickly. And also Abraham Hicks, they're they're saying the same thing. And pretty much in the same way, that, again, the outcome-based thing. So we want to prune away all that outside stuff. I'm, I'm happy, you know, when I get my deck fixed. I'm happy when I get a new apartment that's bigger. I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. Got to trim, 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 and find something, even if it's the smallest thing, because maybe your life is hard right now. Maybe it's not ideal, but the way the better stuff is going to come is by finding things you can be, be grateful for in this minute. Because as far as getting to that better, happier place, you can't get there from a place of of needy energy. It just doesn't work that way. Needy energy attracts more needy energy. So even if it's really challenging, really the only way, let's say say that really the only way out is through. You gotta find grateful stuff to be grateful for right here and now to attract that place your heart desires. And then Uh, Sarah winds up here. She said your happiness is not a frivolous Expendable luxury. I love that Your happiness is not a frivolous expendable expendable luxury. Why because we are not Expendable I mean of course this life as we know it. This is not a dress rehearsal This is a big game as far as anybody knows and our life minutes are way too valuable to spend them miserable you know, and obviously life things happen curveballs happen that's, you know, of course, that contrast, you know, helps us to grow spiritually as, as the spiritual beings we are. And that happens enough all on its own without us trying, right? Life just happens, you know, that we don't have to name it all because I don't want to give it energy, but, you know, stuff just happens. So we certainly don't need to create it. You know, we just, we just you know, we just don't. And she says the pursuit of happiness is an inalienable right guaranteed by the Declaration of Independence, but we have to be willing to pursue it. Ultimately, genuine happiness can be realized once we commit to make it a, making it a personal priority in our lives. This may be new behavior for some of us and a bit intimidating. Be gentle with yourself. I really, really want to hold there for a second because it's true. And we this all comes down to the wiring because the neurons that wire together fire together. So I, I'm very, I, you know, I have an issue with people that say back down neuroscience and they got nothing. Okay. I got a lot to offer here. And I'm a big neuro fan of neuroscience. I could talk about neurons all day long in that one board second. And the thing is, if those neurons have been wired for years and years and years to not, you know, with all this, um, you know, sort of feedback, you know, negative self-talk that's devaluing where you don't know your own value, this is going to be an uphill push for a while because we cannot take care of ourselves if we don't know our value. We just can't. We can't take care of a self we don't value. And so it all starts there. So if you're starting out and you're a work in progress with, with, you know, practicing worthiness, because that's another thing we can practice the worry worthiness fairy does not just, you know, land on our heads and sprinkle dust all over the place. We've got to come into that and then it will all unfold, all unfold. And I like how Sarah says, be gentle with yourself, be gentle. If you're coming from an injured place, you're coming from an anything place, that it's 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 it feels um, maybe a little uncomfortable thinking about being happy because you weren't used to it and you were conditioned to not be happy as a child or whatever. To really realize you can do it, you can absolutely do it. Neurons, the neurons grow, and you can and neuro, new neural pathways grow all the time. What neurons need is first, you need to be aware of what's working for you, or not working for you. Number one is awareness, and then they need, just like a two year old, they need direction. And repetition, direction and repetition constantly, just like you would guide a two-year-old over and over and over and over again. Eventually, your neurons will get that you are the boss, and that's how it works. So she says, I'm just going to repeat, this may be new behavior for some of us and a bit intimidating. Be gentle with yourself. It will all unfold. Today, you may not be familiar with the happiness habit, but like any new behavior, happiness can be learned. So I'm just going to take this opportunity. Speaking of happiness, because I'm just I'm so grateful for all of all of you Minecraft listeners. I really, really am, and I also want you to know how much fun I have. So much fun doing these these uh, podcast episodes. I don't know if I've ever once. I mean, I do try to stay on top of my game to make sure that I'm producing, you know, an, an everyday situation. So I'm conscious of that, but I have to tell you, I don't know if there's not been, no, I do know, there's not been ever, not a minute, where I felt like it was a, a, you know, like a, like a task, like, like taking out the garbage or something that I didn't want to do, never, not once, I absolutely, positively love, um, you know, expressing, um, uh, you know, sharing wisdom, and and expressing gratitude, and doing all this via the episodes, and and so, that, so that's really it. I just wanted to say thank you to all of you. And this is Kimberly Quinn signing off from a very rainy and contemplative northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.